it's time for another edition of Mets Musings. Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, this is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. And hello, and welcome to another edition of Mets Musings. Hope everybody had a great week out there. Hey. The Mets continue to win. I don't know how they're doing it. Maybe with mirrors. Maybe with just some good bench play. But the uh, bench mob is getting it done. And uh, though uh, we've seen some holes, uh, some uh, problems in the armor, so to speak, uh, uh, offense dropped a little but played uh, great games this week. Five and two homestand. Uh, two out of three against San Diego. Three out of four against the first place Cubbies. And they dropped the uh, closer of that series to fourth game. Two nothing. Got shut out. of Struggling tonight against the Nationals too with hits. But, but let's not get uh, negative with this. They, they're playing very good baseball. Uh, David Peterson has looked good. Joey Lucchese has uh, been pitching well. If these guys can come around to supplement Walker, Stroman, and fingers crossed to Grom, this is going to be a formidable team. Right now, the end is is the end of the uh, rotation is a little questionable, a little weak. But uh, as I said, Peterson pitched well last week. He'll pitch again tomorrow. Uh, Lucchese pitched terrific. He's pitching tonight. Looks pretty good so far. Uh, and um, so we'll take it from there and see. Uh, but if they can continue, it's really going to be a boost for this team. Now, there's still some concern. Jacob deGrom walked off the mound. And uh, in last night's game, uh, or or not last night's game, uh, the other day, pitched three innings, and they told us it was right shoulder soreness, and he was perfect through three innings, had eight strikeouts, faced nine batters, uh, but had this soreness, and this is the second game in a row he had to leave early. So some concern there that he's getting these uh, uh, injuries again. He said it's a minor injury. It's nothing really. He doesn't think there's anything to worry about. They took an MRI. The MRI was completely normal. He threw a bullpen, said he felt great. He scheduled to throw another bullpen. And then uh, uh, tomorrow, but we'll see how that comes out. But... um, Apparently, he's just getting these little nagging little things that pop up. And uh, while it's frustrating, it's good news. Um, You wonder, though, should you not put him on on, uh, IL and let him rest for a while? I don't know if that's really going to do any good at all. Uh, He wants to pitch. He wants to be a part of everything. And... um, 
So, you know, I, I would say let him get out there. Uh, Luis Guillorme has been playing some great second base since he's been back off the injury list, uh, hitting a little bit. Uh, Jonathan Villar continues his terrific play at third. Dom Smith starting to warm up, maybe. Had a few hits against the cut in the Cubby series. Some big hits, a home run, a couple of home runs. And um, maybe he's starting to, to get it together and, and get it warmed up. Kevin Pillar playing a really good center field and, and hitting. Um, great acquisition by the Mets. Both. For the heart he's shown with the uh, injury, with getting hit in the head, uh, the face, and then coming back so quickly. But just the overall leadership that he's uh, shown to this team. Um, Francisco Lindor, you know, he's still not, he he had a little hot streak there, got a little cold again, got a hot streak. Uh, Maybe he's coming around. Maybe he's coming around. But look. I know he got a lot of money, but if you watch him play every day, you can see all of the little things that he does on a ball field. It's not all about hitting. Uh, He's been playing a good defense. He's not letting his uh, offense affect his defense, which uh, some people are prone to do. Uh, but not only that, he's like having another coach on the field. He's very into the game. He's got great baseball instincts. Seems to always be in the right place at the right time. So uh, let's cut him a break with the hitting. He's been getting big hits. He'll come up with a hit. And like I said, I think the second half, watch out. I think he's going to burst out. And um, I think it'll be a thing of beauty. Um, if not, it could happen next year. But he's going to be here. I think he, he's earning his money on the field one way or the other. And uh, that's what the Mets need sometimes. You need some leadership like that. So uh, we're happy with that. We're not totally uh, – don't boo him. It's, it's kind of silly. Uh, you know, uh, Billy McKinney playing a good solid right field, uh, getting some hits, um, uh, some home runs, showing some power. He has been a good replacement as well. So the Mets really have lucked out. Uh, Nimmo, when he, he, uh, uh, Nito, when he plays for McCann, has shown, uh, he had a hot streak there, so they can trust going to him more. We know he can catch. And sometimes with a young catcher, that's the main thing. You know, you wonder if he can catch, especially a backup catcher. Usually your backup catcher is your defensive guy. If he can give you some hitting as well, he can, you know, they can rest McCann the more. They may even want to rest Alonzo and play McCann at first base from time to time. Uh, I don't think they would do that quite now because of, uh, you know, they've only got two catchers on the roster, but it's something to consider. A lot of doubleheaders. It's going to be a tough stretch for the Mets. They've got doubleheaders galore coming up. Got one tomorrow, one, I think, Monday, I have to look at the schedule and see, but uh, yeah, it's it's 
it's a tough stretch, and, and they're going to have to juggle their pitching staff to see who's going to pitch. We're going to see some minor league guys, maybe. We might even just see a bullpen, maybe a Gazelman uh, starts for them, maybe a Sean Reed Foley starts. Uh, Gazelman was a starter. He came up as a starter. They should have been stretching him out, perhaps, and uh, for this particular stretch of time. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. You know, he should go in there. He can pitch probably three, four innings, and and maybe longer. Who knows? But um, uh, tough stretch coming up for the Mets. Four or five with Washington, and uh, then they come home for Atlanta. So. Hmm. Got division rivals, too. So, uh, interesting time. All right, let's take a quick break. Uh, this is going to be an abbreviated version of Mets Musings. Let's let's take a quick break and come back with the injury report. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue... Then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com. Wouldn't it be great if you could get a Ph.D. in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball Ph.D., a tour company for your brain. 30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime. Follow me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mets Musings. On Twitter at Mets Musings GM. The Instagram is Mets Musings. And on YouTube at Mets Musings Mac. Wish to be a part of the show? Give us a call at 516-619-6341. Okay, and we are back, and for today's injury report, we mentioned uh, Jacob DeGrom, so I'm not going to go through that again. Uh, Michael Conforto is playing baseball. He's playing Syracuse. He started his rehab assignment three days ago. Uh, First game back, he went one for three. I don't know how he's done since then, but he should be back within a week or two. I would say uh, late June, we'll call it, but uh, he's, he'll be back soon. Jeff McNeil, it looks like he'll be back perhaps Monday, if not sooner. So he'll be, could be back this coming Monday. Uh, Carlos Carrasco, still no word on him. He has restarted his throwing program. He's throwing on flat ground. So he will still be, uh, a ways away, uh, I would probably say, <clears throat> uh, you know, July, maybe August. He's got to go on the mound and hopefully no setbacks. Uh, Dellen Betances, remember him? He had a rehab assignment for St. Lucie and he got hammered. He gave up five runs on three hits. Uh, just did not look good. He began uh, his rest- uh, rehab assignment oh, six days ago, almost a week ago. 
Pitched a scoreless inning, but his second uh, appearance was not as good. Brandon Nimmo could be starting a rehab assignment perhaps this weekend or early next week. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we could see him coming back in a couple of weeks as well. Albert Amora should be coming back. He has been on uh, on assignment and uh, for a few days, and he's about wrapped up his rehab assignment with Syracuse. So he should be ready to be back any day now. Uh, could be a numbers game with him, but uh, we shall see. Uh, J.D. Davis, geez, I, I don't know. We, we don't know. He got another injection in that hand. Uh, they say it's going to take a while. No idea when J.D. Davis is going to be back. Noah Syndergaard, we know that he that he was shut down from throwing for six weeks on May 27th, so he's not going to play. I don't think we're going to see him before uh, probably September 1st. So, um, you know, don't count on seeing Thor up here anytime soon. It's going to be a while. Uh, first, he's got to, you know, he's got to get through the six weeks of rest. Then he's got to start throwing again. Then you got to hope there's no complications at all and that everything goes smoothly on that end. Then he's got to build up arm strength. So he's essentially in mid-July, roughly, going to be starting spring training. So you can figure another four to six weeks from mid-July. So that's August. Yeah, September 1st would be the earliest I would foresee him coming back. Now, he could progress and come back sooner than that. But, boy, I, I, I'm doubtful of that. I think... Uh, I, I think we're not going to see him until um, September thirty first. That that seems to be the uh, seems to be the earliest time he'll be back. All right, let's take another quick break and uh, be back after this. Five one six six one nine six three four one. That is our voicemail comment hotline if you have a question want to leave a comment make a statement anything at all that's the number to call 516-619-6341 or go to our website metsmusings.com click on the widget in the middle of the screen that's a speak pipe and you click the record button and you can record right through your computer's microphone or you can send us an email at metsmusings at gmail.com and if you'd like to follow me on social media it's facebook is facebook.com slash metsmusings twitter is at metsmusings gm instagram is metsmusings and youtube is metsmusings mac and don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you watch or listen to the podcast. Okay, let's go down on the farm. 
everybody's favorite section down on the farm. Let's see uh, who's been performing down there. Well, Jose Buto had his best performance of the year so far, but uh, last uh, uh, the past week, tossing five scoreless innings against the Hudson Valley Renegades. Uh, let's see, that's a good sign for the Brooklyn Cyclones. Cyclones are struggling. Alvarez, Maurizio, and Batty uh, last week combined for an 098 batting average. So they've hit a little bit of a slump there, but uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll keep going. Uh, Patrick Mazika, who got sent back to Syracuse, he uh, has played in 10 games and... 39 of bats over that time. He's hitting 282 with an OPS of 0.753. Four extra base hits. So Mazika contributing on the Syracuse Mets AAA level. And JT, again, we mentioned him last week, I think, or two weeks ago. He made his uh, third start of the season through four scoreless innings to lower his ERA to 0.82. He struck out five, gave up one hit, and a two-out double in the first. So will it be long before we see Mr. Ginn in Brooklyn and then in Binghamton, Syracuse, and in Flushing? Uh, Let's look at the standings. Syracuse. In their division, they are in last place at 11 and 29, 17 games back. Binghamton. Binghamton is 11 and 28. 15 games back, they too are in last place. Brooklyn is in last place in their division, 12 and 25 on the season, 10 games back. And St. Lucie is in a dead heat for first in their division. They are at 21 and 19. So the farm teams are struggling this year, but there is talent there. Sometimes it's just you know, it doesn't gel. And don't forget, these guys were off last year. A lot of these guys didn't play baseball. And um, it, it, it could be showing, you know. A lot of them are new as well. They we just drafted last year, didn't get a place to go to. So uh, I, I'm not going to put a lot of stock into this year. Uh, it, and also, let's face it, the minor leagues are for, for learning. So uh, it's nice to learn how to win there, too, as well. Yes, it was nice when the Cyclones won the last New York Penn League championship two years ago. But it doesn't always work out that way. So uh, they're there to to get experience in professional baseball, to progress, to learn, and to further their careers. And and hopefully that's what's taking place uh, because there is some really good talent down there. And uh, uh, I'm telling you, uh, I know he's in a slump now, but Batty and Alvarez, uh, even Maurizio, they're good ball players, And I think we're going to see them in Flushing. That's just the Brooklyn team. I mean, uh, uh, you know, there's, uh, St. Lucie's got some good guys, uh, and they lost. Pete Crow Armstrong to uh, Tommy John surgery as well. So uh, let's remember that. And then he'll be back next year, uh, hopefully at Brooklyn and uh, probably start at St. Lucie and then move up to Brooklyn if he continues the way he was starting this season. So 
Um, but that's it for the farm report. And uh, let's uh, hope things get a little bit better. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. I want to thank you for uh, tuning in. It's a slightly abbreviated version of the show. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, CastBox, YouTube, wherever you watch or listen to the podcast. It helps me to build the community and expand to new listeners. Tell your friends, all your Met fan- fans that are friends, uh, uh, Tell them to listen to Mets Musings for all the latest information and uh, news about the New York Mets. So until next time, remember to keep the faith, stay optimistic, and let's go first place, New York Mets. Let's go Mets, and I'll see you the next time on another edition of Mets Musings.